0: Can it indeed be that God dwells on earth? If the heavens and the highest heavens cannot contain you, how much less this temple? When King Solomon set out to fulfill the desire of his father David to construct a temple to the glory of God, he did so out of a twofold desire. On one hand, he and his father both recognized that it was unfitting that the king should live in a palace. While the presence of God in the Ark of the Covenant be kept within a tent, as Israel had done out of necessity during its long journey from Egypt to the Promised Land. But his second desire was to provide for the people an edifice which by its splendor would serve to remind them forever of God's presence in their city and his closeness to them, his magnificence and his glory. And the construction of this temple marked a dramatic shift for the Hebrew people. They were no longer nomads, but a stable society. Their God did not deserve a nomad's tent, but a grand temple. He deserved to be the center of their city, of their nation, because he was rightfully the center of their heart. On this day... About 110 years ago, Bishop Thomas Heslin, the only Irishman to serve as the bishop of our diocese, found himself in this city. And I imagine he had found himself not in, he hadn't found himself in Greenville many more times before then, much less the Delta. And considering that he was traveling from Natchez, it's a fair bet that he took a riverboat up here uh, and landed just down the street from here, where another riverboat will land tomorrow. It's likely there will be not, there weren't that many people to meet him when he got off the boat, uh, as, especially as he had seen maybe at the dedication of parishes in New Orleans where he had been signed before, or in St. Louis where he was ordained. In all things, it's my suspicion that that day was quaint, much as the Delta and this city are quaint places. I imagine he came over the levee and was impressed to find a small town with a towering steeple in the middle of it. In fact, it's safe bet that the tower of our church formed a centerpiece of the town at that time, considering that the other large churches in the area were not yet built in their present state. It can be easy for us when we read the Bible to envision that Solomon's temple was something grand, something akin to the great basilicas in Rome, or something that we have seen in a movie. I imagine, however, that in a tiny nation such as Israel, in the tiny city of Jerusalem, the sight that Solomon saw that morning was very similar to what Bishop Heslin saw when he came to Greenville. And yet, what did Solomon say? Quote, can it be that indeed God dwells on earth? If the heavens and the highest heavens cannot contain him, how much less this temple? But the Spirit of God filled the temple that day and became the heart of that city and that nation And so when the walls of this temple were marked with holy water and with oil on the twelve marks around the wall, when the floor was partitioned off with blessings, when the altar was set on fire with incense, the Spirit of God entered this house of prayer to dwell here forever as the beating heart of our town. Churches are meant to be windows. There's portals that show us a vision from this life into the next, These edifices partition all for us, tiny spaces in our mundane world, to allow God to pour into them and for the heavens to open. And thus, as our Lord welcomed himself in today's gospel into the home of Zacchaeus, in this place, God welcomes himself into our lives. Today, he says, salvation has come to this house.